If you've been listening to the last few episodes, hopefully by now you know the importance of planning out a launch. And by planning, I mean making sure that you have a plan for your content, your emails, and an actual way to warm up your audience before ever asking them to buy something or enroll in something with you. However, you might not necessarily have the tools you need quite yet to follow through on your launch. And you might be thinking, hey, Meg, I know I have to do this, but every time I sit down to do it, I end up giving up. So today, this episode is going to be 100% completely about how to follow through on your launch plan. Welcome to the Yoga Biz Podcast, the number one podcast for bite-sized business advice for yoga teachers. If you're just getting started building out a marketing and business plan for your yoga business, you are in the right place. Now, before we get started, make sure you head down to the show notes and download my free content planning and strategy training with a free template. And make sure you hit subscribe on wherever you're listening to this podcast so you don't miss any new episodes. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Yoga Biz Podcast. I'm so, so ecstatic that you all are getting so much out of this podcast lately. Our numbers have absolutely skyrocketed. So if you know of any yoga teachers who could also benefit from this information, please send this podcast to them. It's truly my mission here to equip every single yoga teacher with the tools they need to build a business that they really love and that thrives. So if you missed the last few episodes, definitely go back and check out our series that we're having on launching, okay? So episodes 129 through 133 are all about how to launch a program in the new year that's going to be profitable, successful, and really transformational for your students. Building a program and learning how to actively launch it is a skill that most of us don't know and have maybe never even heard of. So if you've listened to the past few episodes today, we're going to be talking about how to follow through on your launch plan. A really, really big thing that I see, and a lot of my clients go through this when they're in YBA or when I work one-on-one with them, is we sit down and we take all these steps, right? We plan out all the content we're gonna put out to warm up our audience. We work on a really beautiful sales page. We put together a lot of emails and strategies to sell to our audience. And that takes time. A lot of us don't know or realize how much time that's going to take. I like to say that a typical launch is somewhere between four and eight weeks. And in episode 132, we talked about the different phases of a launch. Okay, so we're warming up our audience. We're getting them used to the idea of whatever topic we're teaching on, right? Most likely the things that we're teaching about aren't necessarily top of mind for our students right now. And while we as yoga teachers might be thinking about yoga and meditation, philosophy, whatever it is you're teaching, that might not be on people's minds. So a really huge part of launching is getting these topics back to the forefront of people's minds. And they're processing all the information that you're putting out well before you're ever selling to them. So we're not just jumping on social media and saying, hey, I have this yoga program, go ahead and sign up. People are gonna feel blindsided. They're definitely not gonna pull out their wallets for something that they haven't had time to think about and digest. Okay, so say you sit down and you map out an entire six week launch. Okay, so you have all the different phases, all the different elements that we've talked about 
baked into this launch. You know exactly what content is going out each day. You know exactly how you're gonna pull people right to the door of your program and eventually sell to them. You have this plan. Now we're in the phase of the launch where we're executing that plan. And I'm gonna outline three really common reasons yoga teachers don't follow through on their launches. So if you've launched something before, I would love to know if you've experienced any of these roadblocks. And if you haven't quite launched yet, I want you to imagine yourself in this position because you're gonna be much better off whenever you do go to follow through on your launch. The first one is nerves and self-doubt. We talked about this a little bit in episode 133, feeling like you're a broken record. Talking about a program or a topic for an entire six weeks can get to be a little bit exhausting and we start to lose our nerve. We start to wonder, are we bothering people? Is it annoying? Are people getting sick of hearing what we have to say? So if this is your main roadblock, I want you to go back to episode 133. We talked about a few mindset shifts that you can take to kind of shift your perspective, knowing that you're not bothering anyone. Most people aren't seeing all of your content and it's okay for people to hear things multiple times. In fact, the universal rule of marketing is that people need to hear and see something seven to 10 times before they even start to digest it. Like really think about that. And it makes sense, right? I mean, I'm doing an entire podcast series on launching. I didn't just do one podcast episode and then, you know, boom, I'm done. Everyone understands launching. It's the same with your program. People need time to think about, to digest, to experience the effects of what it is you're teaching and let themselves imagine what it would be like to work with you. So knowing that those nerves and that self-doubt is going to creep in is really important. It's one of the reasons we have our mindset coach, Allie, in the Yoga Biz Accelerator, because right around month two of YBA is when all of our clients are like, wow, that initial rose-colored glasses, I'm so excited to launch something, starts to fade and the self-doubt starts to creep in. Allie's a mental health professional, and so she helps you work through those feelings of self-doubt and get back to feeling confident. But it's really just important to know and recognize that this is always gonna happen. Like I've been doing this for years and years, and it still happens to me. I'm in the middle of a launch right now. I have nerves, I have self-doubt, okay? So that's the first really big roadblock that you can expect or maybe you've experienced yourself. Number two reason that yoga teachers don't follow through on launches is lack of day-to-day motivation. Okay, so bear with me on this one because I hear in my Facebook group and on Instagram all the time, Meg, how are you so motivated to show up every single day, to send emails every single week, to produce content, And I wanna talk about this like very, very quickly before we move on, but I am not motivated every day. I want you all to know that I wake up on some days and I'm like, I don't even wanna look at a screen. But what I have done in my business is I've planned for those days that I don't feel motivated. I will never, if if anyone out there is, is following a business coach that tells you like, you have to show up consistently and push yourself and hustle. No, no, no. Please honor your energy. There are ways to build a business that can definitely support the fluctuations of your own energy. I am recording this podcast episode about two and a half weeks before it's actually going to be published. 
Because over the last two, three days, I've had this surge of inspirational, creative energy. And I have sat down and I've recorded about 10 podcast episodes that are all going to be scheduled to go out throughout the next couple weeks. And this is part of my launch, right? Because you all are learning from me. This is sparking new ideas for my audience. And so whenever I wake up later this week, next week, and I don't feel motivated, I don't have to force that energy, right? I already have content that I can pull from. I already have tons of content that I can recycle if I don't want to create something totally unique and original. And so it's definitely not about forcing motivation. I really want to drive that point home. It's about creating a business model that honors those fluctuations of energy. We're going to talk about that a little bit more in a second. All right, so the first roadblock, nerves and self-doubt. The second one, lack of day-to-day motivation. The third roadblock is that we hold these unrealistic expectations for how our launch is going to go, okay? So maybe we tell ourselves like, all right, we want 10 people to enroll. And on the day that we open up the doors to our program, we get two enrollments. And then we just end up giving up. So we don't follow through on the rest of our launch because we feel discouraged. And these unrealistic expectations, if I'm being honest, I think typically come from social media. It comes from those like big time influencers that we follow that are like, wow, I opened up the doors and within 24 hours I sold out. And there's nothing wrong with that. They're just sharing their story. But most likely you're a new business owner, especially if you've never launched a program before. It's important to recognize that, again, you're going to open the doors. It's going to take a little bit of time for people to work through their own emotions, to get ready to actually sign up. And a lot of times we put in all this work for even, you know, four or five weeks, we open the doors. And if we don't, you know, sell out in the first day, again, that first roadblock creeps in and we feel a lot of self-doubt. So it's managing those expectations and really telling ourselves, you know, we're new business owners, we're new at launching something and kind of tabling those expectations and just seeing how things go. And in the next couple episodes, I'm going to talk about how to look at a launch and redesign your next launch using the information that you got during the first launch, right? You're going to get a lot of information about your audience. You're really going to see what works, what doesn't, what people engage with, what people don't engage with. And that's going to be very specific to your business. And we're talking about a lot of different strategies on this podcast, and we're going to talk about even more in the yoga program launch bootcamp that's coming up in October. But we're going to be talking about email campaigns, social media content, in-person networking. And throughout your launch, you're going to get a lot of information about which of these strategies your audience responds to the most and in the best way. But it's important to note that if you don't follow through on your launch, You can't look back on any of this info. The next time you launch, you're not going to have that information. You're going to be back at square one. So even if you go through an entire six-week launch and you get two clients out of it, you're not just getting those two clients. I also, I don't even want to say like just two clients. Two clients would be amazing. That's two more clients that you didn't have before. But you're also getting information. So let's walk through a quick example When I used to live in Northern Virginia, I launched a yoga in the park series. So this was my program. And the first time I ran it, 
I did all the things that I've told you all not to do, which is <laughs> I just created a sign up form and just put it out into the world and no one signed up. Um, I had a couple friends come sort of out of obligation, <laughs> which was also really fun. But I really wanted to make it a serious thing. I wanted to generate some income. I really wanted to grow my local student base and eventually convert people to private clients from that program. So the next time I launched this Yoga in the Park series, I took it a little bit more seriously and I planned out a real launch. All the stuff that we've been talking about here on the podcast, I actually sat down and I did. I created content about doing yoga outside, the benefits of local community, the benefits of taking your practice into a new environment. I did this with social media content. I also started growing an email list. And then I launched the program again, right? I did all the phases. I warmed people up. I let people know it was coming. Eventually I opened the doors. I did have limited spots because there's only so much room at the park. And I got a decent amount of people. Then, and this is really important, I looked back and I actually took a good look at the numbers and I was like, where did these conversions come from? So where did people go from maybe I'll do yoga in the park with you, Meg, to I'm ready to put down money and show up every week. And my conversions were coming from email. So I was collecting emails from a lot of different places. And we're not going to talk about email list growth today, but basically through all the other steps of my launch, my email list was growing with students who are a good fit and were interested in doing local yoga in the park. And then whenever I went to actually open the doors to the series, most of, I'm not going to say all of, but most of the paying students who came to this series were generated from the email campaign that I launched. So all of that is to say that I looked back, I saw what worked, I saw what really didn't work. And the third time I launched the Yoga in the Park series, I focused more on what did work the, the second time. I focused less on what didn't work. So I wasn't trying to force something that wasn't working and we ended up selling out. And this was right, right during the pandemic. This was right before the pandemic. So I, I didn't end up launching the series again. And then I ended up moving That's some life stuff for you. <laughs> but all of that is to say that if you don't follow through on your first launch because of nerves, self-doubt, not planning for those lack of motivation days, those days where your energy is a little bit lower, or you hold these unrealistic expectations that your first launch is going to go how my third launch went, right? You're just going to sell out right off the bat. So what are some things that we can be doing to follow through on our launch? So the first thing is just recognizing that these things, these three roadblocks that I just outlined are completely normal and baking things into your launch that help get ahead of these things. So some of these things might work better for you than others. So just know yourself and be honest with yourself about which of these sort of recommendations feel like they're the most relevant to you. But the first one, and I would say probably across the board, the one that I encourage my clients to focus on the most is treating your launch like you treat the tasks in a corporate job. If you've ever worked a corporate job or you've ever worked for someone else, you know that there's deadlines that you have to meet. There's certain tasks that you have to complete. And yeah, you also have to rest and take time for yourself. But take your launch more seriously 
than you think you need to. Because as a business owner, especially if this is your first launch, it might be really easy to just bail on certain tasks. And that's okay. You don't have to do everything right on the day that you said you were going to do it. But see if you can give yourself some deadlines and hold yourself accountable to taking some steps that might feel a little bit more challenging the first go around. The second is finding a way to hold yourself accountable. So whether that's having a business buddy, whether it's signing up for our boot camp and actually sitting down and planning your launch, or if you're someone who likes to do this kind of thing alone, what are some of the steps you can take? Maybe you put up a whiteboard or you get a new planner and you really take your launch as seriously as you can. All right, last recommendation here is plan ahead and schedule out a lot of things. I talked about this a little bit whenever um, I talked about the roadblock about having lack of motivation, but plan to not be motivated every day of your launch. If your launch is four weeks long, you're gonna have a span of time where you're like, oh my gosh, I just don't want to create any more content. So plan for that. Sit down and batch create content. Sit down and batch create emails and then schedule them to go out throughout your launch in a strategic way. The same way that I'm doing right now. Again, recording this podcast episode two and a half weeks before it's actually going to be published. Oh, all right, y'all. This was a lot. One of my longer podcast episodes I'm realizing right now. But really important stuff. If you struggle to follow through, if you struggle to actually sit down, make a plan, and then execute it, I hope this was really helpful for you. And as a reminder, our yoga program launch bootcamp doors are open. Okay, we opened the doors a couple of days ago. And so if you are looking for some of that accountability and some of that guidance, this is going to be a really simple, straightforward bootcamp. We're going to have one template that we're all using together, four sessions over the course of two weeks. We're going to be brainstorming all of the different content, creating a schedule for ourselves, putting those milestones in place. So I'm really excited. This is a brand new offer, so I'm completely thrilled about it. If that's something you're interested in, go down to the show notes and check out all the details. Everything down there is for you. All right, everyone, thanks for being here, and I will see you back here on the Yoga Biz Podcast really soon. Bye.